I life is the reality that life is more broken and more complex and that God is in it with us and that his personal presence and our relationship with him is really all we need. Hmm. And that's oh, a beautiful, so beautiful thing when you get to that place. I often ask my guests, where is the soft space that you have landed after a particularly painful season or a season of trauma and suffering? And the answers are always beautiful, so beautiful. And I just want you to know that the soft space that I have landed is that suffering will always bow at the feet of Jesus. It always will. I don't want to diminish the the reality of the pain and the reality of the suffering but it will always bow to the feet of Jesus. I am welcoming Lauren back to the podcast, and this is a lot of fun to reshare what is happening currently in her life. So join us. Hey, Lauren, thanks so much for joining us here at Bull Mercy's. Glad to have you back. Thank you. It's, I'm glad to be back. Awesome. So I am excited to have you back. You're the first person that I've had back after they've shared your initial story. And lots of people share this initial story. And because I'm still friends with them, whether it's just merely I'm friends with them on Facebook or if I have a real live interaction with them, I get to see kind of their flourishing past the initial story that they've shared. And it's really beautiful thing that I get to be a part of and watch. And so I am so happy that you can come back on and kind of share those pieces of flourishing that are happening in your life past a traumatic moment in your life. I shouldn't say a traumatic moment. Let's go with traumatic season because it was a large yeah. portion of your life. And so what I kind of feel like the analogy that I that that I had in my mind is kind of like this whole entire house like had an earthquake and crumbled on top of you, like the entire earth. And mm-hmm. you were, you felt betrayed by God. And let me just say, like, I don't believe he actually betrayed you. It was like a very felt betrayal right, from God. And what you've had to do is take all of that, you know, that same lumber, that same material that you had around you um, from your faith, and you've had to rebuild Rebuild your rebuild your home in a sense. Rebuild your yeah, faith. Rebuild your sure. trust. Rebuild your connection and your love with God. So, does that analogy? Um, when you hear that analogy, is that something that you would be like, "Yeah, that kind of depicts what I feel like the past, you know, couple of years have been like." Yes, I think it does. I think the whole house crumbling is a very real analogy that feels probably um, of everything you said. I think that would be. Um, where, where it felt like it's, it started, it ended, but yes, that, that life kind of crumbled around me that I had to walk through the season. I did not want to walk through and get through the fire and through the, the pain and the grief and then start rebuilding. And it's so much more complex. It's hard to simplify it. Mm -hmm. Um, but Yes, I think that I am such a, a different person, and even uh, my relationship with the Lord is so different on this other mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's talk about that. Let's dive into that. How would you say your relationship with the Lord looks different on this side of, yeah. that, of that trauma? I would say that on this side of the trauma, I'm a much freer person. 
I don't, my expectations of life to look a certain way or even people to act a certain way or that life is, um, I think what I, on this side, I have much more of understanding of how messy life is Hmm. for everyone. Just a reality of the brokenness here Hmm. on earth. And, but also how good God is and that he's in that mess. And I, I don't think that mess it, the mess doesn't bother him. He's he's aware. He's not surprised. He's not surprised by our flaws and weaknesses and the the struggles and the pain we go through. And the way I'm saying it, it sounds very like he's a callous God because how could he be okay with us going through pain? And I don't think he is. I think he is very sad about what we have to go through. Hmm. The mess isn't surprising to him. This, this earth, it's, it's so much more broken. Wow. This is sounding really, really sad. We'll get to the encouraging part, right? <laughs> we will. <laughs> but I, I life is the reality that life is more broken and more complex and that God is in it with us and that his personal presence and our relationship with him is really all we need. Hmm. And that's oh, a beautiful, so beautiful thing when you get to that place. Mm, it's and so the mess true. is okay. The mess is okay. We. I also realized um, there's so much I don't understand, and it's okay. I think in life, I I so wanted to like figure it out, and uh, I need to understand it. And I I I'm at a place so much more like Job, where. Um, no, I don't feel like I'm in a Job season of life. Actually, I feel like I'm on the other side where I'm seeing the Lord like bless me abundantly in so many different ways. Um, but when when God talks to Job and he's like, who are you, <laughs> mm. you know, to say anything about me? Like, I feel like I'm at that place. Like, who are we um, to even to expect that we're going to understand our God? Hmm. I, that came hmm. off wrong. We can understand him, but there's there's so much I'm not going to understand. Mm-hmm. Like why why kids die? Like hmm. why why we go through all these struggles? There's so much I'm not going to understand. Hmm. And but like God is so holy and so righteous, and I I hold on to that much more and let go of a lot that I don't understand hmm. a lot quicker. I think walking through it, you just have come to the place where you're okay holding on to that mystery. Yes. That's just it. being like, we, we can it. just yep. sit in this mystery and, and we, and we don't want to be sloppy with our hope. Yes. Like we want our hope to be anchored in God, but I feel like so much when we come to the end of, you know, at the end of our suffering, right. when we've in a sense peak, the light has kind of started to peak back in. What you said is so true. We can hold on to that. We can hold on to God's love. We can hold on to the fact that he is so close and his love holds us yes. back fast. Absolutely. And at the same time, hold on to that complexity that is this broken world that we live in. Yes. Like I start my morning, these mornings, I love Holy, Holy, Holy by Hillsong. Hmm. Um, and if I don't have time to get um, to read scripture, um, just while I'm getting ready to listen to it, because God is so holy and there's so much we're not going to understand here. And that just helps put me in the right the right frame of mind. 
Hmm. What are you doing right now to nurture your soul? I am. I'm doing the things I love, I think. I think I am being with a lot of people, meeting a lot of people um, through work, just reaching back out to friends. I'm in a season where I'm really loving getting back out and reconnecting. And whether Mm -hmm. it's for networking or just friendships, I'm loving that. I think on the other side too, when you realize that life is messy and you have less expectations for people and you can just love people where they're at. And quite frankly, when they, when they share their stories and their brokenness, um, to be able to connect and love in that space too, has been really neat for my friendships and even for within business as well, because it's all about relationships. Um, I'm also loving pickleball. It's my new favorite thing. (laughs) I love that. You know, and I think that now, like in today's world, we can say, oh, I'm loving pickleball. And they, if they're not watching this video, then you're, they're listening to your voice and they might think, oh, is she a 60 year old? But because pickleball. That's what everyone says. That's so funny. <laughs> but because pickleball has become a thing of more the younger generation, you can oh, be like, no, you're so young and hip. A social, fun <laughs> game. Yes. You're young and hip. So any are there any Bible passages that are really just like sticking to your heart and to your soul right now and just really nurturing you? Um, I did I thought about that because you had you had asked that question and I just want to say something that I hold on to because we're imperfect people and I do not do life perfectly. And I do ask the Lord a lot for guidance. Mm -hmm. And what I love is it's not just about our faithfulness to him, that he is so faithful to us. Mm -hmm. And I've seen that so much recently where he has protected me, where um, like, you know, you hear this, the still small voice. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm just so grateful because I think we put the pressure on us so much to perform and I, the word I got for this year was receive. And I think often the Lord wants us to sit back and receive him, receive his presence. And so the verse, I have a few verses here, but the ones on his faithfulness to us, this perfectly wise plan was desired from eternal ages and fulfilled completely in our Lord Jesus Christ, so that now we have boldness through him and free access as kings before the Father because of our complete confidence in Christ's faithfulness. I just love that. And I'm going to just do one more really quick that speaks to that, if I can find it. All right. There's no doubt about it. God holds our lives safely in his hands. He's the one who keeps us faithfully following him. Oh, Lord, we have passed through your fire, like precious metal made pure, You've proved us, you've proved us, perfected us and made us holy. We've passed through fire and flood, yet in the end, you always bring us out better than we were before, saturated in your goodness. Mm. And I would say that even though there's so much in life I don't understand, I am so convinced of his faithfulness to us and his goodness. Hmm. It's almost like you need to walk through that fire, like was spoken about in the passage there, in order to really see that God will see you through everything. Yes. 
And it reminds me of one of my favorite songs. And I'm not even sure like who wrote it. <laughs> we'll have to look that up. But it's the song, God Will Hold it, Hold You Fast. Yeah. And just that, you know, uh, even when he does not feel near, even when you walk through a season where you feel so betrayed by him, that you will come through and see that he has been holding you fast through it. Right. Loving you, comforting you, ministering to your heart. I'm thinking like it's almost like you you're in this coma in a hospital bed and you don't know how many people are taking care of you while right. you're going through it. But afterwards you'll be able to look back and be able to see the real and felt presence of God right. through through that time. Yeah. And uh what a what a powerful passage that you that you just shared. I think what's been really fun to watch to watch you is to kind of watch you come back to life. Yeah. And that's been such a joy to to witness, to watch you come back. I would even say stronger, but I think really the best word is to watch you come back to life. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, so much when I spend time with you, what I see is this, you know, my my sister as a 14-year-old and a 15-year-old and a 16-year-old who was so vibrant and so full of life and you had lost so much of that. Yeah. And so that, you sure. mentioned pickleball, you mentioned your relationships. Um, just in your daily rhythms, what brings you life? My daily rhythms, what brings me life? A good night's sleep. Amen. Coffee. <laughs> good friends to call. Um, I love activities. I, I'm taking yeah. tennis le- lessons with a friend. Um, so we had that yesterday. I love And that. a lot of my work is getting out and being with people. And I just love meeting different type of people. I've met some of the most amazing people who are different a lot are really different than me. Some are similar. Everyone's stories is really different, but I've loved all the people I've met. That's been neat. How have you seen God's fingerprints tangibly faithful to you in you know the recent future, the recent, not the future, yeah. the recent past? I am amazed at his blessings in my life. The people that he has brought into my life, whether it be work or friendships, um, the success in that, this house that I'm in during a crazy housing market, I found the most amazing house that I love. I feel like it's my little safe cocoon here um, on almost mm-hmm. an acre in Annapolis, right outside Annapolis, which has been great. Um, I feel so blessed in this season. And I do. I I think what you said is when you go through a really hard time, it is so dark. It's like you you can't see in color anymore, mm. and it kind of takes. It's like a punch to the gut. Kind of you have a pit in, a, in your stomach, and it's a punch to the gut. And you have to go through it. You can't be like, well, no, that's just that's just just be happy. Put a smile on your face. You have to go through that time. But it's really neat to be on this other side where I'm really excited about life. I'm really enjoying life. Um, it feels full and I'm it's a lot to juggle. But I'm really uh I'm really happy. My tennis instructor yesterday, he I was like dancing around the court. It just we were having a lot of fun. And he's like, You have so much energy. But that's how I feel. Like I feel like mm. I have so much energy. And I'm really, I'm grateful to be back in a place where I'm just excited 
uh, excited to be back. Hmm. That makes me smile so, so big. I'm going to ask you kind of a a question that I'm not, that I think, this is funny. I'm going to ask you a question, but because I know you so well, I think you're going to be like, I don't think I have a good response to that. But what, what piece of advice would you have for single moms out there? You are a working mom with four, four kiddos. I would say get support. You can't do it on your own. Reach out. I would say we all think we're kind of the only one going through it or have the same hardships or we do all have different hardships, but um, don't keep your hardships in. Like go share with someone, find, you know, find your people, get help and have a lot of grace, have a lot of grace for yourself. You are not going to do it perfectly. I'm not going to do it perfectly, but um, don't beat yourself up about it. That would be my my thoughts. Yeah. And also, I think that something else that, that I see you do so well is just to, you know, uh, there's going to be too much for you to do. Like there just will yeah, be. There's, there's going to be there's going to be too much for you to do yeah. with, as a single mom. But the but the most important thing is to nurture your kids' hearts. Yes. So if that means that and, you're going, yep. Keep going. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say you have to nurture your own heart first. You really mm. have to take care of yourself well, or else you have nothing to give to anyone. So I agree. I think the priority is yourself. And the priority is your kids. And of course, you have to financially provide too, right? If you're mm. taking, you have to take your kids. So work is a priority. Mm. Um, but you do have to take care of yourself well. Mm, it's beautiful. Such a good word. If you, uh, last question I have for you is when you are looking back to you, let's say like right smack dab. And I love the way you described it. I mean, I don't love it, but it's, it's so, uh, it gives such a good picture when you are smack dab in the middle of the pain and you are only seen in black and white and you're probably seeing a lot more black than you are white. The world is not color coded at that moment. So if you're sitting down for a moment for a cup of coffee with a woman who is in the middle of that season, what was the one thing you would want her to know? That you're going to be okay. You're going to get through this. And that I'm here for you. I think that's all I would want her to know from me. What I would want to do is listen. I'd want to just ask questions and be there to listen to her and then see what practical ways I can can help. But we do get to the other side and the pain is real. The grief is very unpredictable. And some days you are going to feel like you're not going to make it. And some days you'll just breathe through that day, but you will get to the other side. Hmm. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for the light of hope that you are to so many people around you, whether people are new friends in your life and seeing the energy and the life that you bring or people who have walked very closely with you through this pain. You yeah. just are a beacon of light and we, we love you and appreciate you. So thanks for joining us here on Bold Mercies. Oh, I forgot the last question I always 
always ask, but then I think you may have already answered it. What is one thing right now making you happy? Pickleball. <laughs> I knew and it. I'm not 60. Everyone should play pickleball. Pick it up. It's social. It's fun. I just I love it. That's and can so I just share funny. one thing that my tennis instructor told me yesterday yeah. that I think is a good way to end this? Um, so I've loved learning the actual technique of swing, swinging, um, of swings at tennis. And, but I, I grip my racket so tight and he kept saying, loosen your grip, loosen your grip. You can't, you can't hit it well. You can't play well with a tight grip. And I think that that's what I would say to all of us, but especially Mm. a single mama, especially if you're going through um, through something painful is loosen your grip. Like take, take a few breaths, loosen your grip, reach out to the Lord. You know, he's with us and just like slow down, whether even if you're moving fast and you have a lot to do, just breathe. And I just, I love that analogy of just loosen your grip. That is beautiful. So on that ending, thank you so much for sharing with us today. We are so glad that you are back on the podcast with us today. Thank you. Love you, Heather. Love ya. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you next week on Bold Mercy's podcast. Until then, follow us on all of our socials. And if you can, please leave a review or rate the podcast. That just allows these stories to get into the hearts of more women. Thank you. Thank you.